Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We are recapping Guards, Yanks, Game 4. And guess what? We're previewing Game 5. Do or die in the Bronx, baby. Players only. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek, code John Boy Playoffs. They're riding with us through the whole playoffs. And if you use John Boy Playoffs, you'll get 10% off your next order at SeatGeek. Maybe you're going to Game 5 in the Boogie Down Bronx. Trevor, Ploof, how are you doing, my good man? I love seeing your face. You too, BBD. You guys are studs. I'm doing great. we got a great game today. We'll preview the game that happened. Uh, but this has been an exciting series my guy are yeah. you gonna burn this one yeah i'll burn it quick i got a burn ready to go we'll get through it and i it'll be tight it'll be tight beebs because i want to uh no john he was live streaming last night he's doing babies breakdowns all of it uh he will be live streaming with me and bbd tonight uh tune into that on talking yanks if you want to see a lot of emotion um yeah but yeah let's let's get through this game quick uh so we can start talking about it and Everything that's teed up for tonight. We got a new shortstop. We got pitching pass. We got all of it. So let's do it, Beebs. Why don't you hit the... Uh, uh, uh. Chris Rose's Guardians would hope to punch their ticket to the ALCS at home with Calvin Harris Quantrill spinning it for the guards versus <laughs> Mr. High Stakes himself, Garrett Cole, hoping to keep the Yanks season alive top one tony meatballs with the rbi single scores glaba torres it's one nothing make it three use your manscaped otherwise you will have a harry fader two run shot he won't stop trev it's three nothing yanks but these guardians are putting together a little rally it was ramirez he gets the rbi bloop single the cleveland bloops but little base running blunder thrown out at first to stop the rally, but the next inning, Josh Naylor gives birth to a solo shot of his own. It's three to two, Yankees. Stanton in the six, sacrifices himself for the team with the sack fly to left. Good fortitude by the Yankees to make it four to two. Garrett Cole was Garrett Cole. Seven innings pitch, two earned runs. He kicks it to that Yankee pin. There's been a lot of talk down there. Clay Holmes gets it done in the eighth. And Juan D. Peralta. Wow, seven pitch save in the ninth. Yankees take down the Guardians. Good four to two to win four to two as we go to game five in the boogie down. Four to two, baby. Four to two for fortitude. I know you love that score. I mean, if you don't have fortitude, what do you have? Nothing. What a game, dude. It was. It was from a Yankees fan perspective, it was. I mean, they were up. They put up a run in the first. Like, that's one of your first asks coming into a any game, especially a playoff game. You you extend the lead. You go up 3-0, and you've got your guy Garrett on the mound. He got a little scary in the third and fourth inning. Outside of that, I mean, he was Garrett Cole. Um, he uh, he locked in. The pitch count started to get up there in about the fifth, and you start, you know, with that Yankees bullpen being thinned out, you start getting a little scared 
locked in for a couple big innings. The Clay Holmes drama, and we'll talk about that going into tonight and everything. Um, Wandy pitching on his third day, which the Yankees uh, normally don't do that, but it is playoff season. Um, and they get the job done, and yeah, there was, you know, there weren't, there weren't too many scary, scary moments in this game, which for an elimination game on the road, as from a fan perspective, that's kind of all you could ask. But Trev, you, when you, when you're looking at this game, where, where do you jump? Some nice punchbacks from Cleveland there. I like how this game started. Obviously, you guys make the change in your lineup. The Yankees put Torres uh, at one, Judge behind him. Torres promptly single, steals second, scores on a Rizzo uh, single. Seems like the plan worked. I like that aspect of it. And then in the bottom of the first, Quan does the same thing. Gets on, steals second base. Now, Cleveland doesn't score, but that's a punchback, and I like that. Uh, and then you have the the Bader matchup, man. Um he has just owned Quantrill, basically. And there are yeah. just times, man, where you, your rhythm stacks up with the pitcher's rhythm and you just see the ball the entire way. And it's like you're dancing, but the pitcher doesn't like to dance with you, but you're dancing mm -hmm. with him. We're dancing. We're grinding. There's some guys like that. And you can see Beta right there. I mean, first pitch breaking ball, and he is absolutely all over and smacks it. So, you know, you as a, a Yankee, you get this guy for his defense. Now he's hit three homers in the postseason. Like that's that's the kind of stuff that you have to have happen. Um, and yeah, man, we get another sack fly. Then the Naylor thing's interesting. I don't know. We kind of talked about it. He hits the homer off Cole, gets it to three two, three two, and does the baby thing, yeah. which is like kind of his thing. But this was like a more dramatic. He was trying to really plant one. He, he wanted He's this one really to stick, doing yeah. it, but you know they were still down at the time. That's the kind of mm -hmm. what kind of irks me about it a little bit. Cole seems to, I mean, he didn't see it, so I didn't care about it after the game. I didn't see any nailer quotes. I wanna, I wish they would have just asked him. I I mean it. that's that's part of it. And Trev, I w I don't want to use your own words against you, but you know he he has been doing it, and we always say like, hey, if you're gonna do it. It, you know, do it when you're up, do it when you're down, if you're going to be that guy. So he yeah. <laughs> he did yeah. it, and, man, he's he's wild, man. I mean, he when he comes around 30, hits him with the too small to guard him thing, which is just like, dude, you run. <laughs> I you, didn't see that. You run hot, bro. You run yeah. hot, Naylor. So, um, and, hey, he would, uh, if, if the rest of the team helped him come back in this game, he'd, he'd be a Cleveland legend, and he still has a chance to be a Cleveland legend. So, uh, I don't know. It, it was what it was, and, you know, there's a part of me that entertainment-wise wants more of that for baseball. I do think it's funny, like, like, Cole genuinely didn't see it. If you watch the replay, like, the way he turned and got the ball back, he didn't see it, and he saw it after the game, and he went he went a little tough guy after the game. He's like, oh, I, I just saw it. Uh, I don't really care. It, it's cute. Um you know, and you love that. You taking the high road. You know, high stakes, high road for Garrett Cole. You love uh, when when the athletes start busting out that side of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jose Ramirez. So yeah, I have a question about that. Can I ask you please, about the Jose Ramirez blooper? You called them the Cleveland bloopers. You know what I'm calling them? The New York can't make an adjustmenters. Like, what's going on there? Okay, we have a guy who was playing left field who's now your shortstop. You guys have made that decision. Cabrera's at short. You put in Hicks. 
an excellent center fielder. He's just an excellent outfielder. Yeah, I don't know how the metrics are good. this year, but like he's a real deal outfielder. Okay. I, I watched that replay. He didn't once sprint for the ball. And like, I'm not sure why not. Like him jogging, he gets to the ball. But if he just kind of took some extra, you know, a little emphasis there, he he can call Donaldson off. That's what has to happen there. <laughs> I, Donaldson um... can't go make those plays. That is one of the hardest plays you can make as an infielder, going back uh, over your throwing shoulder towards the line. The ball is coming back the other way. It's just that's the outfielder's ball there. I don't know why you guys are playing so deep in the outfield all the time. Yeah, that's that's the problem, and, and Jim has been – Hot on this, and and rightfully so, especially versus lefties. Like we're, you know, we're we're not talking Jordan, or we're not talking yeah. Soto that, or Bryce Harper. Like these guys with that opposite field juice that they can drive one off the opposite field wall whenever they want. I mean, Jose Ramirez does have that, but at the same time, you know, on, on the Guardians, he's the guy that would do that to you, but it's against Garrett Cole in a big game, and you've getting blooped and bleeped to death by these guys. Dude, that, you do this if he hits it over your head. Right. You know, like, it's they, it's shown enough that you need to cover that area of the field. And, like, it's a, a lefty going the opposite way. If he hits it, if he burns you, you tip your cap, dude. Yeah. Like, you take away those types of hits, and that's just Usually people do that, man. When you right. watch watch baseball games, a left-handed hitter's up, that left fielder is going to be in because he's taken away those hits down the line. He's taken away, you know, those kind of like line drive-ish fly balls that are close. Like it's th- – because that's what happens most often. Very rarely do you get burned that way. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just – it's so funny that that was one of the biggest topics in Yankee land the, the past couple hours, days, whatever, and another one of those happens and – I don't know. I mean, I, I also, you know, the world of baseball exists with bloops, and it's it, yeah. at, a, at, at a certain point you're not going to stop it. And, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, I appreciate Josh Donaldson's effort, but 36-year-old Josh Donaldson trying to hunt down those balls like a Chapman, Arenado, or even, you know, we saw young, thick Austin Riley make a play on that. But Oh, he did. It's, uh, you know, That's are- Hicks ball. It's Hicks ball. It really is. If you go back and watch, like – I'm not really sure what happened there. If he didn't get a good read on it right away or what, but there was just never a point where he was sprinting after that ball, and I just don't know why. And, yeah, there's some weird sprinting stuff in this. The announcers called out Glaber for not sprinting, which was really odd because Glaber was running pretty good to first base, and it looked like Jose Ramirez caught it. Like, a lot of guys... I think there's a lot of guys in baseball that would have froze up and not run. So the the fact the broadcasters are trying to make that thing... Maybe it's Yankee fanness, uh, but that was kind of making me me disappointed, especially when you mentioned, A, Hicks on that play. And by the way, Rizzo hits a, a punch double in this game, and Stephen Kwan wasn't, wasn't given his damnedest to hunt that ball down. I know everyone was a little freaked out by it because it was kind of one of those check-swingy-type doubles. Yeah. But still, like, I, I, I don't know. that. I think Glaber Torres had a little bit of a... Uh, reputation uh kind of coming from the past couple years of Yankees teams where they were they were very much like you guys don't have to bust it out the box like let's you know let's keep it healthy that they were trying to make something there and and I don't think it was but um yeah a couple weird run jogs in this one um yeah you guys really have to be I keep saying you guys I'm sorry Yankees have thank you I thought I played well players only 
The Yankees obviously got what they wanted out of Cole. He goes seven. That makes the bullpen decisions very easy for Boone. They go Holmes for the eighth and Peralta, who's pitched every single game this series uh, for the ninth. I wonder about that exposure, even though he's been excellent. Um, but four times you've seen him already. Um, so what's the plan? You know, they get the win. Now we go Tyone. Mm. We go Savali. Yeah. But really, this is all hands on deck. Back in the Bronx. I have to say, I think the pitching advantage goes to the Guardians tonight. You tell me. So, yeah, let's let's free. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I want to touch on <clears throat> on the first game. Like you mentioned, they moved Cabrera to shortstop. That's been a huge conversation in Yankee land for 48 hours to... Four to eight months, depending how you chop it up. Um, that happened really quick. Like, see, back against the wall, and they finally make the move that everyone's been talking about all year, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's just as good as it is icky. <laughs> like, it, it's so strange. Has he been taking ground balls every day? I probably during BP, but like game ground balls, he looked good last night. I don't know, man. That's, he's smooth. Just, he's, it's, it's a tough spot for the guy to be in. That's what I'm saying. It's a brutal spot. And Trev, they had another shortstop prospect they left off the roster who had been yeah. playing at shortstop the final few weeks of the season. So there's some <laughs> layers on that that it's, we're happy they made the move, but it's also like disgusting in other ways. So let's see. I mean, I don't want to get a, too far ahead, but the CS roster for them, is that going to be a shakeup? Let's win tonight, and tonight's game is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings, by the way, baseball playoffs, some foosball on the weekends. Basketball's coming back, Trev. NBA this week, uh, and DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Any $5 bet on an NBA money line, and you will get $200 in free bets if your team wins. So find a game. It's just money line, people. Uh, they've got their same game parlays. Uh, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code JOHNBOY. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Trev, like you said, Yankees-Guardians, game five. They're going back to the Bronx. So let's, mm. let's start doing tiny checkbox along the way. You want you'd prefer to have that game at home. They're going back to the Bronx. It should be rowdy. They didn't get their night game on Thursday night. Um, they got moved to a Friday day game, so it's going to be Monday night in the Bronx, do or die. Rowdy Bronx crew. You know, you, you like that just a little bit for the Yankees. You still got to play baseball. Tyone and Savali. Uh, Savali, uh, kind of a, a tough year, uh, you know, by the way, a local kid, Connecticut kid. So, okay, check Mark Savali. Um, bad year for Savali. 20 starts, a 4.92 ERA. Um, Jamison Tyone on the other side. And by the way, let's see if there's any funny business with Savali because, like you're saying, Cleveland has a lot of options there. Tyone, uh, 14 and 5 this year, a 3.91 in 32 games. Um, so, there's a slight starting pitching advantage. Now, it's a playoff game, and it's all hands on deck. How much of a smokescreen will Savali be? I mean, there's, you know, there's some people that suspect that he might not even get the ball to start, and, and they might do some funny business audible, which I wouldn't be shocked or surprised about. I think more so what you were alluding to, I think you give the kid the pill, and you have someone basically ready to go. And they have options, whether bullpen 
Or do they tap in a Bieber or, or Tristan McKenzie? Like, is it his throw day? Will we see something like that? I think the Yankees have the advantage in the first two innings. They have the crowd and that you have Cleveland not wanting to empty their tank and go to their guys who are nasty, nasty. Um, you know, we haven't seen Class A since that, uh, since that second game where he was dominant for 2.1 innings. Stefan struck out everyone he saw. And they haven't used Karinchek, who he struggled a little bit, but he can be a multi-inning weapon for him. So from those guys, I mean, you could be talking six innings. So the guard... Five innings from those guys. Like, that's dream scenario. You get two right. from Class A, two from Stefan, and one from Karinchek. So it's getting... You to cover four more innings. It's getting through those first couple innings, and will it be, you know, Hentges um, has yep. had a nice postseason so far. De Los Santos... They have they have every everybody available ready to go. So in a way, they do have the advantage. And will Bieber or McKenzie get involved? I don't know. Uh, that's that's what I don't know. And will be one. They of the, said Bieber. I remember Tito saying that Bieber's not going to be involved in the rest of this series. It's one of those things that makes sense until it doesn't. You know, like I, <laughs> if I'm a Guardians fan and we're we're talking Savali taking the bump. Uh, for the Yankees, and hey, we're deep diving, but that's that's the time of year it is. It's one game left. Uh, Tyone, um, you know, we saw him make one his first relief appearance ever, and he got bloop blooped, um, and came out after that. Um, I like Tyone's moxie. That dude's been through stuff off the field that uh, doesn't even compare to a big game on the field. I don't think he'll be scared at all. Um, it's what kind of effort can they get out of him last year, a win and go in regular season game for the Yankees, their last game of the season on a bad ankle. He threw 3.1 shot, I think, or 3.11 earn. You're looking at, I think the comparison would be Syndergaard for the Phillies. Uh, when Syndergaard threw three innings, I think if the Yankees have a little lead and he looks good, they can push him further than that. Um, if not, uh, behind him, Jonathan Luizaga, watch for him to be kind of their two-inning go weapon. Uh, he's looked like their best reliever. Lou Trevino hasn't emptied the tank in this series. He can be a potential close multi-inning guy. Clay Holmes, the Yankees are making him their closer. He's got to be available. I think Wandy will be ready to go. The dude's nails. Um, he's pitched three straight days, like you said, every game in the series. Uh, probably with less leash and, you know, definitely targeting Naylor. He's been the Naylor guy. Um, and then we'll see. I mean, Domingo Herman hasn't pitched this series. Will he, he'll, he'll probably be ready to go if J-Mo looks rough that first time through the lineup. Nestor Cortez Jr. is kind of a la Bieber. Will, will they tap into him? Will they tap into Bieber? Uh, I think you're right. At the later this game gets, the more the advantage goes to the Guardians pitching-wise. Um, in the zoo, with the Yankees making some lineup changes, um, I I don't know. With with laid all that out there, Trev, and what does what does it say to you? I think the team that scores first goes for the jugular right away, and that what I mean by that is if you get out to an early lead, your best guys are going to be in the game. You're not going to chance it. I think there's going to be a barbless hook in Savali. Like it's going to be easy to take out. If you catch my drift. Uh, I would I would like love some kind of strategy, even though it's silly and kind of mm. I don't think Tito would ever do this, but like an opener to go through the first uh three guys and then put Savali in and kind of have him do that whole thing. But I don't know if, if you do that in an elimination game when you haven't done that all yeah. season long. So 
it's interesting. I love these games because they are, but like an elimination game is so different than any other game. It really is like you gotta just manage it differently. So this is gonna be such a game. I think that the Bronx will be rocking, but I do have a stat here mm. that I wanted to read to you. Okay. In the history of best of five postseason series, teams trailing 2-1 that won game four to stay alive also went on to win game five in 26 of 47 instances. That's 55%. Okay. So you guys are just above there. You and your teammates on the Yankees. Yeah. However. However. In all winner-take-all postseason games, true home teams have gone only 61 and 63 for a 49% clip. So... Mm. What that's telling me is absolutely nothing. Who cares about that? I just wanted to make you sweat a little bit. Uh, I think the Guardians, we just find in that atmosphere. They seem to, you know, when they went into the Bronx earlier in the series, didn't phase them much. I don't expect it to phase them again. I think it's going to be a clean, great ball game. Yankees, move your left fielder in a little bit. Big left field, the Yankee Stadium. Can I call Aaron Boone and tell him that? I wish you would. Two steps. Third baseman to third baseman, just yucking it up before the game. Oh, we would have such great conversation. You like a Cali guy. Oh, you got to get Booney on here. Um, Yeah, we will see if there's any changes to the lineups. I think both teams kind of know what they're rolling out there at this point. Uh, We've only seen one Matt Carpenter pinch hit. Uh, Does he get involved in in this game at all? Um, And, yeah, I mean, you know, it's – these teams have been evenly matched. I, you know, Yankee fans started peacocking a little bit, and they had the the great year with the one bad month, and they won that first game. And okay, you know, lining up for Houston, Cleveland has been toe to toe with them. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean they're they're pitching Class A. Let's be honest. the The difference maker here is Class A, and I'm super interested to see Tito. You know, one of the more unique managers left in the game, right? The old god. Of the new new gods and the old. Will he punch that Class A option early? Does he view Class A as the guy that needs him to get to the finish line, whether that's in the seventh inning? Or will we see almost a Buck-Edwin Diaz situation where, hey, if they have a lead, if it's a 3-2 game, will they go to Class A in the fifth or sixth to try to get everything they can get out of them to shut the Yankees down and maybe stretch out the lead? And, and then go to a Stefan, a Stefan or something like that? I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how they operate. Because if you're Tito, you know, say it's a tie game in the fifth inning and it's time to go to the pen. Would you rather go down with Stefan Karinchak? Or do you want to throw the Class A card out there and then he becomes useless if the Yankees say hit that 2-3 run homer? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's the stuff that comes into a big game like this that I'm... I'm interested to see when the Guardians go to and what buttons they press. And and I don't think Classe will be a guy that comes in high leverage middle of the game. I think he will pitch the eighth and the ninth inning. Okay. Regardless of what's going on. Uh, I mean, there's maybe a situation where they've went through uh, Stefan and Karen Shack and a couple other guys and and they need him to put out a fire like in the sixth or something. Maybe. You know, I, I was looking to see what's the longest he's been out there this year. And in the regular season, he never pitched more than one inning. Nope. And his highest pitch count was 23. But his two playoff he, games, he has. 
Yeah, so it's very interesting. Like, how is he going to respond to that much usage? I think he's going to be fine, but he's not used to this. Trev, that's want, a completely different routine. You want to know the secret? What's up, dog? He's young, dude. Oh, he's twenty-four, man. If we were talking about us getting out there and trying to get an extra, like this kid doesn't care. Don't put me and you in the same category. Uh, that's just both not athletes. Fair. You're right. I guess I'm younger and healthier. <sighs> You're in the gym so much. Uh, all right, yeah, so 33 pitches, and that was game two. Yeah. Oh, he's had plenty of time to rest. Yeah. Even he, a he's gonna be full old tilt, guys man. like us will be ready to go. He's gonna he be, might throw five innings. I don't know. He's going to be full tilt. Uh, I Yankees' best bet, and this sounds really dumb, but is to get up early, get the crowd going. Um because if you get behind these guard dogs, man, and Stefan and Class A, it could be four innings. It could be the final four innings. You compared them early on to the those old Royals teams. Jim threw it out there recently. If they if they are up three to one, good luck. You just that's what we used to say about that team. They had the bullpen. It was like you had to beat the starter, and then you better yeah you weren't scoring any more runs. Once that bullpen yeah. came in, you knew that. So it's uh, it's a good comparison, and that's where sure. that's where this first inning, man. You know the Bronx is going to be going absolutely nutty. Um, and if it is Savali, I guess that's the part that that's why Yankee fans are calling funny business. Savali had a bad year. If you're the Guardians, it would be really tough. It would be really, really tough to come out of that first inning down two nothing with Savali, and that's where you know you said it. Do do you go opener or do you even mix in something else? Because that just it doesn't feel right. It it doesn't feel right. But at the end of the day, if Savali went out there and gave you three shutty, it would almost feel like you won the game. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, tune in. Tune in with us tonight. Uh, we'll be live streaming again. Hearts on the line on camera. Always a good time. I'm I'm reading into this now. He Savali hasn't pitched since October 5th. I'm talking 12 days ago. Yeah. This is interesting. What's Tito conjuring up over there? He's got his kettle. It's October, so he probably yeah. has a costume on. He's he has a costume. Brewing up a witch's brew. It's whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's whiskey. No, no, it is. What's uh, Southern mead? Boys. When uh, when you put whiskey in beer, basically poison. What? So, someone did it to me at a college bar. We were t- okay. That's uh, a boiler maker. Do yeah. Don't do that, guys. Yeah. It's been, bad idea. Been there. What's and your it, prediction? I mean, I'm Yanks. I, I I like the Yankees, and it's a biased pick. Um. I think, especially if. Even if it is a reliever, say they said Stefan's getting getting the start. We're trying to get ahead of this. We want to get that early lead. You're still putting a guy in an uncomfortable situation, you know, a, a reliever to start in the Bronx. Uh, and I think they are going to go Savali. I think they're going to try to sneak an inning and a half out of him. Uh, if I'm the Guardians, I, I just I believe in players so much, and you know, I I'm obviously not as tuned into their organization, but. You know, if it's Tristan McKenzie's throw day and he was going to throw 30 pitches in the bullpen anyways, wouldn't you rather that? Um, 
So I don't know. That's the stuff we're going to find out in the next couple hours, and we, we're going to do a Talking Yanks pregame show over on that channel, and that's where the live stream will be as well. So who do you got? When did Tristan McKenzie throw? Saturday? Um, yeah, Saturday. No, he's not pitching today, bro. What's today? Um, Who do I Monday. got? Today's Monday. So it's Beaver's throw day? They Tito has said he's not going to pitch. No. Don't call Tito a liar, bro. I never would. I think I'm going to stick to this, and it's an it's an old adage, and you know, <laughs> cliche a little bit, but I think whoever scores first is going to win this game. Okay. I think if Cleveland goes out there and scores first, kind of quiets the crowd down a little bit. They dig they dig in with their good bullpen. We're gonna we're gonna need a homer from uh, one of the big Yankee bats. Might as well do it, and. We just did it. We will be doing an NLCS preview coming up soon on this channel. Um, and there will be an ALCS preview probably tomorrow because we need to know who's playing the Mighty Mighty Astros. So um, tune in for that. Woo! Wooga, wooga, wooga. Wooga, wooga, wooga. Baseball today? Chris Rose and Trash. Great show. Great show. Guardians win five to three. Uh.